Hello fellow Breakthrough Warriors, this is Oshi Binagi and you are listening to Breakthrough with Lucy Lou. Yeah, uh, Breakthrough with Lucy Lou, push it to the limit, this is your inspiration, keep it going, time to get it, yeah, if you want success, no time to second guess, see what you're made of, time to put it to the test, yeah, everybody has a dream, there is nothing you can't do, keep your head in the game, let nothing shake you, it's time to rise, time for you to break through, with Lucy Lou, uh, helping you to break through, Woo. let's go. Hey, my fellow Breakthrough Warriors, welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough with Lucy Lou podcast, where we invite inspirational, mission-driven entrepreneurs to share their breakthrough journey and how they build a thriving business around their passion and purpose. I'm your host, Lucy Lou, and I'm excited because we have Miss Orsi B. Maggie in the house today. So Orsi V. Nagy is a serial entrepreneur, business strategist, speaker, and founder of Mega Success Expo. As a business strategist, she has only one goal. That is to make your organization run more efficiently, saving you and your company time and money. She has over eight years of experience in setting up business systems and processes for UK's main transport national, international companies, small businesses, and entrepreneurs. She offers assistance to businesses of all levels and all sizes. Orsi has taken a particular interest in how to build personal and company brand using social media and was very passionate about educating business owners, businesses, and graduates on how to start building their own personal brands with the latest online platforms. Orsi believes that continuous learning is the key element of being successful. Living in the UK for over 16 years allowed her to expand her business knowledge and experience. In 2017, with her partner, Orsi founded Mega Success Expo, a business conference that provides unfiltered business knowledge to Eastern Europe. Orsi, welcome to Breakthrough with Lucy Liu. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for the invitation. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me too. So, girl, we have known each other already for, you know, for some time, right? And I remember the first time that I met you, I was thinking in my head, this girl has got something going on there. You know, we are all, I believe that we're all energetic beings, right? That when we meet each other, it's not just the exchange of words, but it's also an exchange of energy. You know, that's what we call like this chemistry, something that is illogical that you just feel that the person's presence. And I remember meeting you and I was just thinking, this is a kick-ass businesswoman, you know, who, who is not afraid to be out there and make things happen. So when I found out that you are actually organizing, and guys, this is not an easy task, okay? So Orzi, Orsi is the organizer of what she called the uh, Mega Success Expo. She invites 
one of the most successful speakers from around the world to come to her home country, Hungary, and then she is committed to bring, bring the high quality information unfiltered to truly help people transform their lives. But when you started, it's like nobody has ever done that before, right? So how, how, how did it just hit you that like you're like, I'm going to do this when it's never been done before? It's kind of like crazy because uh, we went to a conference and it was more about motivation where a guy in Hungary has filled a stadium with 10,000 people and it's like everyday motivation and I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, uh, if people are hungry for knowledge and motivation, then they must be hungry for business knowledge as well. Uh, so obviously the two things are not the same, uh, but the main thing was that I started to look around at what kind of conferences are there. And me and my partner having the ability and opportunities to travel around the world and then to learn from the best of the best, we soon realized that there are only a few people from Hungary traveling around uh, and they bring knowledge back but they are always filtered. So they filter the knowledge and then whatever is left, they give to the audience. And I look at that and I'm like, okay, so we are always like six to 12 months behind of all the technology and you know the opportunities that entrepreneurs, small business owners can use. And I'm like, why should anyone be there and filtering the knowledge in advance when they don't know that what an individual or one business would need? I think the business owner can make a decision on that, okay, I need this information, I need that information. But if they don't have the choice, then they can't choose. So that was the whole idea. Well, it's funny enough because um, obviously a few months gone, um, I consulted with my coaches as well. We wanted to find a good name. We knew that we don't want to do it in Hungarian. We wanted to do it in English that, you know, push everyone who comes to us. They have to be pushed. And it starts with the language. Uh, you know, business language is English. It doesn't matter where you go, it's English. So we decided that we want to do it in English. We we don't just, at the moment, we do it in Hungary, but we want to spread in Eastern Europe. That's our goal. So do we, we don't want to stop in one country. And, uh, and we said, that, okay, let's do it in English. That's cool. We had the name. And then uh, one day I just said that, okay, let's do it. And within six weeks, we had the first event. Now, that's wow. kind of like, that's kind of like, was it kind of like a suicide jump? To a certain yeah. level, it was a jump. Yes, we jumped out of the aeroplane. Did it go according to uh, what we were planning to do? Of course not. You know, we had so many lessons that we needed to learn. Uh, I do remember that one week before the event, my partner said that, I think we should cancel it. And I said that there is no way because we just didn't know whether people going to turn up. You know, we didn't have any feedback. We never done anything like that before. So yeah. we never organized any event. Wow. Uh, and, I, and I said to my partner that, you know what, the only, the only thing that does not occur to me is actually uh, quitting. 
So we don't quit. We just do it. And if it's one person there, we do it for that one person because then we will make a difference in that person's life. And yeah, I mean, there are so many stories I could share. Like, you know, I remember the first guy who came and we were just so overwhelmed that the speakers came and then the room is as we expected and stuff like that. And this guy turns out, it turns up and then he goes like, oh, well, I haven't booked the ticket in advance, but here is the money for the ticket. And we were like, we were not expecting that. We were not expecting that someone would pay for it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like... Um, when you don't know what you are going into yeah yeah and and so we did the first one and then we started organizing the second one uh obviously the second one was far much better than the first one but there were still things that we were not um how should i put it we were not satisfied you know and and in january this year we had no sorry in august this year we had the third one which was far, far better. And then we had people and the feedback has been amazing. And, um, you know, it's coming up to two years in January next year and we are going to have the fourth event. So I think that, yeah, it's, it's kind of like crazy how it turned out, but we just love it. I think this is such an amazing story because you are showing really mission-driven entrepreneurs, how is done, right? How mission-driven business is actually built. You basically go into this area, have no idea how to do an event, but you see a need from yourself that you feel driven by this. You study around the world from the best of the best, and you see a gap that, that need to be filled. So then you, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been very interesting that, you know, six weeks is not enough to organize an event, you no. know, uh, really sure. especially if, if you are doing it in the first time, uh, you know, give yourself some time. Six weeks is not easy. Um, I mean, it's not impossible. I don't believe in anything is impossible, but uh, of course I did it. But uh, yeah, don't expect the high end results because the time is so short. After the first event, we started going more back to Hungary and look at the conferences. So we didn't really, we had an idea, but we didn't do our due, due diligence in mm -hmm. checking out the competition. And then soon we found out that actually we don't really have competition because hmm. no one is doing anything in English. The business models for conferences is very different to what we are doing. And the more I go to, the more I realize that, well, okay, there are some speakers there who speak for like 15 minutes, but what, what can you give in 15 minutes? You're not going to give value, you know? If you are not a good salesperson, you will not be able to sell to the audience within 15 minutes. That's, that time is just not enough. Uh, so it put us into a very different position. And I think that that position is within ourselves that we know that, okay, we're doing something different. We're doing something disruptive. We're doing, we don't really have competitions. Yeah, we watch others, but we don't really draw into details because we see how different we are yeah um but we keep an eye on everyone 
just to see that where they stand. And I think that 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 makes the whole difference. So let's just give our audience like a more clear idea what kind of business we're talking about. So. Um, as you heard from from Orzi, what she's organizing is called the Mega Success Expo. So it's one of its kind in her own country, Hungary. And what she's doing is to actually get the best of the best business leaders from around the world to come to Hungary to share their knowledge and really providing value, not just sale, but selling people Absolutely. stuff, right? But it's real rock solid value, actionable um, uh, content for people in Hungary without any filtering, any translation, but that's like firsthand information that people can actually take into their business. And that has Absolutely. actually never been done before in Hungary. Am I right? Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who is doing that. Uh, I don't know anyone who who has a conference where sale is not the top priority, uh, in a sense from the speaker's point of view. We do have one 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 speaker here and there who who wants to sell, and that's fine. You know, we accommodate that, but we are very very uh, careful, and we don't allow our spe- every speaker to sell something. You know, get leads, get connection, warm up the audience. That's absolutely fine. We are into that. But don't come, not, don't necessarily come with high-end product because it's very different. The culture is different. Uh, I know we did actually a research. That's really interesting. We did a research. We sent out to CEOs a short survey. And we found out that not many people willing to travel to abroad for a business conference. Now, what is the reason behind that? I don't know. But that's kind of like shocking that you are leading uh, uh, an international company and then you, you're not really willing to travel to Europe, let alone outside of Europe, to get the latest knowledge. And I think that this is where we are the bridge. Yeah. Yes. You know that, okay, for whatever reason you can't really travel, then that's not a problem because I bring the speakers to your door. This is so awesome. Let's dive into your story because I think for any entrepreneurs out there who who see a need, right, that they, we all know that businesses are solving problems. So let's say for an entrepreneur, they, they see the need, there is, a, a, you know, like a desire there, but how to fill that gap, you know, from idea to reality. That's the part I think that you can talk about because that's also what you help people with, right? So when you first say uh, what your conference provides is unfiltered uh, business knowledge, can you give me an example what is a filtered knowledge and what is unfiltered? What does that mean? For me, what I do mean under unfiltered knowledge or filtered knowledge is if I go out and let's say, um, I just want to say a big name and I don't know which one I should say, but okay, let's say Brian Tracy, okay? So I go to Brian Tracy's event uh, and I get all the information, whatever he gives me, but I don't really give everything as, as I have as I have received it, you know, but I say that, okay, I think that this is very useful. I will pass this on, but it's not really important. Well, it not might be important to me or I might not be, be able to use it, but you as a listener, you might be benefit from it. And maybe that would be the key for you to, to use and take your business to the next level. So that's what I do mean by filtered and unfiltered knowledge. 
that I don't think that I should be a person who made a decision that what is good for you. You are an adult, you, you have a business or you are an entrepreneur or you are a CEO. Surely you have the responsibility to make a decision that, okay, I think that this is the information that I need in order to improve on my business. So that's what I mean. So basically you just help the audience connect with the source of the information and they make a decision how to do with it. Yes, because not everybody is on the same level, not every business on the same level. And uh, that's another thing that we are very careful that we don't have a theme for the day. So when you come to our business conference, you will hear maybe marketing, but you're going to hear about branding. You're going to hear about sales. You're going to hear about, I don't know how to use webinars uh, internally, externally to, to take your business to the next level. I don't know what 100 people need, you know, but they would go like, okay, marketing is doing actually really well, but oh my God, I haven't thought about using social media for branding. Maybe that sh that's going to take us to the next level. Mm. Uh, so there can be so many things. And I always say that I come with a bowl of sweets. You can try it. And that's the business conference, right? That you can, you can taste every kind of uh, sweet. But at the end of the day, you're going to make the decision of what's the best for you. Right. And the other thing is that if you go, and I think that that's the same for any business conferences, that the more you go to, uh, the more knowledge you're going to see. And maybe next time you're going to see, you're going to take a different topic that's going to take you to the next level. So it's not always on the same thing you will need to improve. And I'll give you another example. You can go to a marketing. Um, I'm not a marketing expert whatsoever. I wouldn't call myself a marketing expert. I know bits, but I'm not an expert. Uh, but if I go to a marketing conference and I hear all day about marketing, that what I should be doing, at the end of the day, I'm going to come away from the conference even more confused than I went there. Because I see the point that, okay, I should be using this and I should be using that. And, oh, that's a great idea. But do I have the source, the energy, the time to actually figure out that which comes after which? Uh, so I don't really see that that's um, not necessarily beneficial. Now, if I'm a marketing expert myself, then yes, talking about marketing all day, it just puts you in a different perspective. But I'm not... Um, I want my audience to be business owners. You know, some of them are one-man band uh, or some of them are stuck and they're really just looking for the, what is the next thing I can do that I haven't done or I haven't done it well yet. Got it. So it's kind of like providing them the options of different possibilities, how you can actually run your business better. Absolutely. And and just to go back to the energy that yes, mm -hmm. I, I really, I'm really happy that you mentioned uh, uh, when we met. And funny enough, in person, I don't think we met ever since. That was the first, uh, uh, but we keep in contact. And then, and yes, there is some energy between us, and anyone can call it whatever they want to call it. That's fine. But I call it an energy that that yeah, I know that 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 person is you know, important to me for whatever reason. And I think the same applies to anyone who is, who wants to do business and they, 
you know, you need to have that chemistry with, with your business coach. You need to have the chemistry with your mentor. You need to have that chemistry with your life coach or what, whoever your mentor is. Because without that, it's not going to work. That's very, very true. Because coaching really allow, really pushes you to push your boundaries. And it's human nature that we wanted to stay comfortable. So for somebody, you, you need to surrender to somebody that you trust to let them push you and you need to follow the instructions. So that trust, that chemistry is super important. And I'm just so grateful, you know, like Orzi along, you know, this journey, you saw me building my, building my podcast from scratch. And now you're my guest, you know, Orzi has always been the one, you know, sending me really like sweet messages on messengers. Like, you girl, you're doing a good job. Keep on going. And I would just send her messages like, Hey girl, you're, you're doing great. Keep going. And I find that in business, that is so important. And then the, the event that you build is also is, is such instrumental for people to actually come together in community because nobody can do business alone by ourselves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you are in a shell, then how do you expect to be known or your company or your product known? You know, you can't, we're not living in an era where we can be in our shells and then we are just operating from there. The world is changing. It's a must to keep up with the changes. If you're not current today, you know, you're going to be too late tomorrow. There is someone else to take your place. So I think it's very open market. It doesn't matter whether we talk about business, jobs, whatever. It's, you know, it applies for everything. But you, you just need to be there. You need to be current. Yes. So let's talk about your breakthrough, you know, what you have learned in the past I would say like two years, you're marking the second anniversary, by the way, congratulations. It's, Thank you. you have already accomplished quite a lot. And let's talk about your breakthrough journey, what you learned in the past two years, and then what it actually take from idea to reality. So we know that mindset is really important, right? You're a business coach yourself. What would you say is the role of mindset that play in your operation and and how did you have to align your mindset or change your mindset along the way in order to accomplish what you accomplish it's a very interesting question and uh, it's i think that uh, my answer is gonna be uh, i hope everyone can get it but for me it's something that is within my core it's something that i can't really uh put into words it, it's something that I haven't realized until my coach, J.T. Fox, told, you know, kept telling me that the three, sentences, three words that whatever it takes. And people can misunderstand that. But for me is that I do it whatever it takes. And it's been very interesting that that's kind of like a motto. And now I was thinking before I sat down with this for this interview or podcast, I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm organizing the fourth event. I never thought that I'm going to organize four events, you know, in the first thing. Uh, the second thing is, uh, yeah, obviously if uh, uh, the first one financially, like, you know, that's been down the, ra the drain, yeah, you have to value up that okay did it worth to spend so much money on you know doing the first one uh, but you have to start somewhere 
How much are I, we I, talking about? Just just to give people a practical idea to actually put up an event in Hungary, how much does it cost? Ah, uh, you can, you can. It's not a huge budget. I don't say. I don't think it's a huge budget. We, if we look at, if you're looking at about, I don't know, five thousand euros or pounds or dollars, whatever. That's like a very, very good price. But you do have to negotiate. You have to, you have to have, I've found one of the craziest things that some of the companies for room hire, if you go through, um, I'll give you an example. I got a, I got a code back from a company, a really nice place, really nice venue. I really love it. And I asked for hundred people. Our conference is not a huge, I don't want thousands of people there. I really want like the connections with the speakers to be available. If you have like hundreds and hundreds of people, you don't have that connection. So that's another value that I, you know, I do value myself. Um, anyway, we got back a, a quote and the quote was for a room of 70 people in theater style. Um, 50% discount from uh, 3,000 euros. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. But, but they would only do, uh, they would only do this for, let me think, if I order lunch for all attendees, which would have been another 1,000 euros, uh-huh. and I order coffee break, okay. which would have been another 500 euros. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, you know what? It's no, like yeah. it's a room. You know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, a yeah. room. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have to go through all this to find the, the right venue, which is budget wise is, is okay. And it's not about being cheap, but you know, don't take the piss. I don't like that one because they hear that it's uh, an English name of the conference or whatever. Uh, people like to take advantage of that. So these are the things that we, these are obstacles. And then we, you know, we keep jumping over these obstacles and then we, you know, but that's something that you need to be kind of like aware. So 5,000, if you do good work, finding the sources and the speakers, etc., And it's all about, you know, arranging the speakers, what deals you have with the speakers. Um, I think that that can be different from one to another, depending on what they want to do, you know, what quality they are and, and all these things. So, yeah. So I know a lot of our audience listening, you know, they are coaches, they're speakers, they're like, wow, that's an uh, amazing opportunity. I would like to be part of this. What would you say when you now, you know, you're doing your fourth, right? This, the, mm-hmm. the coming January, you know, after all your experiences and in interacting with these world-class speakers now, what would you say are the qualities that you are be looking at when you find speakers to come and speak at your event? Well, it's very interesting because I do, I do look at from the first communication, how we communicate, you know, how often we come back. I know we are busy. I'm not expecting a straight answer, but I always have a, a, a Zoom call. I usually met people in person that's the first point of contact then we do the the zoom call and we talk about it and i tell them that what what i can give them 
you know, what options are on the table from my side. And I also want to get to know them, you know, that what they are looking for, because I'm not going to take someone for if I know that we're not matching, you know. Also, we need to have to have a chemistry uh, as well. I think that this is really, really important. We uh, and then we go into to discussions. I need to know about that if they want to sell. You know, if they want to sell something, what are they selling? How much is it going for? Then I can advise them that is it too much or, you know, it's too low. Uh, what they should be doing. So I like to have that communication uh, throughout. We also have very strict contracts uh, from both sides. And I think that that's very, very important. We had previously where uh, we, we were put it that way. We were desperate to have speakers. So I did say that, okay, yeah, come. And then it wasn't really that good. And I want to avoid that. I, I, I actually have been in a discussion with a speaker and I, I said to the, the person that, you know what, I know that there are certain things you want to do, but you know, you can't just come, you can't just get the stage. It doesn't work that way, you know. I don't want any speaker on my stage. I want, you know, good quality speakers whose first uh, um, reason to come is to give value, is to educate people. Because just remember, you know, you have to give value three, four times before you can actually sell. Now, also another thing that people don't realize that not just Hungary, but Eastern Europe, there are so many speakers are not known there, you know. So you, you might be known in your country, whatever yeah. your country is, but that doesn't mean that you are well known anywhere else. Right. Uh, so that's something that people don't uh, take into account. Like, okay, you come to another country, you know, we will do our best for branding. We do interviews with you and all sorts of stuff. Um, we were very lucky because one of the speakers last time, we managed to get uh, an article into a paper which is coming out hopefully next weekend. So I'm still waiting for the details. But we try to help and enhance speakers who are willing to work together. But it's not working that one side is giving, 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 and the other one doesn't. So I think that that's the one thing that everyone should understand and then take it from there. If you want to give value, and that's your main, and that's, that's something that comes from your core, then that's really good because then, then we have something there, you know? Yes, definitely. Because that's what the, the audience pay for, right? They didn't pay to be sold. They pay to be educated. They pay to be inspired. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what would you say now looking, because you only invite the good speaker, right? The, the, the good one to be on your stage. Now among the so-called good speakers, what do you think really make a speaker stand out? If all the is good. It really depends on the individual. The last, on the last uh, event, we had one speaker who did not use any presentation whatsoever. And I think that nowadays that's like strange. All she wanted was a flip chart and a piece of paper for everyone, and that was it. But she has given a one-hour presentation which was fully interactive. Everyone was engaged. 
people were like fighting to get an answer you know they were like oh i know the answer i want to try it and and that's wow. been so different and i and i was so i was myself surprised she told me because i i do check the presentation we asked the presentation in advance yeah because we need to make sure that technically it works you know we also go through the presentation as that you know what they're gonna say and advise them if something is not the right way um and obviously that's something that we learned along the way as well uh and she said that no 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 i don't need any presentation i don't need just a microphone would do me and a flip chat and a pad and it's been amazing it's been amazing and and that was very very interesting to see so i think I that speakers you know it's speakers are like everyone is different and that's why talking continuous talking with the speakers is very very important so would you say that actually the most successful speaker is when they own their own personal style? Like you said, the other speaker, she's just, she's not doing what everybody's doing. She's just doing her thing. So the most important is that you're good at your thing and you do it well. Absolutely. I think yes. But I give you a tip for every speaker. Yes, please. One of the speaker, one of the speaker from was from Canada, Tracy, uh, Unstoppable Tracy. Oh, I know Tracy. Uh, she was on my show. You know Tracy. Oh. oh, well, then you guys, you know Tracy. And she did something amazing that I personally, as a speaker, I haven't thought of. Wow, tell us. She was uh, the last person to speak. But the whole prior she arrived well before her stage time she actually listened to the presentations during the breaks she was networking but what was very important that during her speech she mm. used that networking and she said that oh, she called the names out from the audience she listened to where they're coming from, what they are doing, what their names, and she was able to build that into their presentation. So when she was presenting, it was like, oh my God, she knows this person, she yeah. referred to that person, and that's been amazing. But that was a work from her side. And as a speaker, I think that it's brilliant. If you can do it, then do that, because straight away, you build a connection with your yes. audience. And it doesn't matter what you're gonna say, the connection is there. To continue listening to the program, please go to the next episode. Yeah, uh, breakthrough with Lucy Lou. Push it to the limit. This is your inspiration. Keep it going. Time to get it. Yeah, if you want success, no time to second guess. See what you're made of. Time to put it to the test. Yeah, everybody has a dream. There is nothing you can't do. Keep your head in the game. Let nothing shake you. It's time to rise. Time for you to break through with Lucy Lou. Uh, helping you to break through. Woo. Let's go.